Bossy Packer Nation. Welcome to an episode of Podcast the Podcast where you don't have to be Packer Sam, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. It's Christmas, Grassy. And today we are going to be previewing a game between the Cleveland Browns and the Green Bay Packers to be held at Lambeau Field on Christmas Day. And to help me break down the game and talk all about being a Browns fan. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, met him at a party one time. <laughs> That's uh, met him at a party, had some talks, had some drinks, had some laughs. He is the husband of the world-renowned Maggie Loney. But now we're getting the other half. Ladies and gentlemen, a Browns fan in a house divided, Mr. Mark Loney. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> How was that intro, Mark? Was that okay? That was beautiful. Was it solid? Okay. okay. No, that was great. Thank you. I tried you saw my that best on the spot. I tried, I tried my best for you. I did. I, I can I can see why you did this full time now. The fact yeah. that, that just came naturally was really nice. yeah. It just it just it just pours out of me like liquid concrete. <laughs> Although you probably got you probably got used to bullshitting on the spot when you had uh, when you were a teacher. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. But Mark, I'm so happy to have you on to talk about this. And uh, for people who don't know, so yes, this is Maggie Loney's of Pax. What she said. Uh, this is Maggie Loney's husband, Mark Loney who you see all the Packers memorabilia and the Christmas lights in the background. Mark, however, ooh, is repping, repping the Browns over here. Right, I see it. I see it. It's hiding a little oh, bit, but it, it's, it's there. It, there, there there's, a, there's a Njoku poster. Oh, that's a okay. Njoku poster. I, so Maggie was like, that's the one thing that you can have up over here. Like that's that's yep. <laughs> that's 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 fine. That's because it's both of us. It's allowed. That's, we went you know to that what? game too. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. But buddy, I'm so happy to have you on. Um, it's been a while since I've talked to a Browns fan, so I, I kind of wanna the last time I did, it was a lot of doom and gloom. Like it was like four years ago, and it was kind of like, Yeah, we suck, life sucks, everything is pain. But this time maybe a little less pain, like just a, just a little bit because like the last time I talked to him, I mean, like we were talking about potentially winning one game in two years. So we've at least improved. We've climbed up the mountain at least a little bit. Yes. Just as much. So for you kind of, can you explain to me, how did you come about to be a Cleveland Browns fan? Was this something that was like you, you grabbed a cursed dagger like from a crypt that you shouldn't have touched. And they're like, you're now a Browns fan for life. Was it something that was passed on like hereditary? You did like a 23 and me, you saw it in the DNA test. What do we got? So I'm actually not from Cleveland. I went to Cleveland for the first time, like four years ago uh, oh. to watch the last time the Packers and the Browns played. Um, it's, it's a weird story. Um, I grew up around a lot of family members and uh, we had a PlayStation and we had a copy of Madden and I had a cousin who always being from Wisconsin, always wanted to play as the Packers. Of course. Um, so as family members are to do, it started as a joke because he wanted to play as the Packers. Like, Oh no, Mark, you know, little tiny Mark. So, Oh no, little tiny Mark, the Browns, they're a brand new team. Cause you know, back when they were coming back in 99, they're a brand new team. They're building up the hype. They are one of the best teams in the NFL. So I'm going to let you play as the Browns. I'll play as the Packers and we'll play. Hmm. 
And for months, I remember in elementary school, just telling all my friends, oh, no, I'm a Cleveland. I'm a Browns fan. They're coming around. They're, they're this amazing team. My cousin's telling me all about him, him being the football fan of the family. You know, he's yeah. the Cleveland Browns. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. And after a couple months, uh, <laughs> I it was revealed to my entire family that it was a joke. And as a small child, I made a vow that I would be a Cleveland Browns fan for my entire life because I knew one day it would pay off. And one day the roles would be reversed and I would be the one laughing as the Cleveland Browns fan in a family of Packer fans. And to this day, we're still waiting to have that laugh, <laughs> but wow. yeah, it was, it was all a, it was all a joke. And I was, I was just too petty, too petty to let it go. And I said, Nope, one day you're going to regret this. And <laughs> here we are Cleveland Browns fan. I've been following them casually. I'm nowhere near to the level of Maggie, but uh, when me and Maggie first started dating, that was one of those things where Maggie, knowing what she does, takes football to the next level. And it was always just so, it was always so interesting, you know, seeing all both of our teams play through the playoffs, see how we do yep. common opponents and things like that. And to this day, I'm still a Browns fan and it's, it's just a fun ride, man. It's such a fun ride. Dude, that might be one of the greatest village and like the villain origin stories that I've ever heard in my life. Like they're like, it's, it's a weird story. I am blowing up the moon. Like that's a that's, that's a great story. And and it's always so funny because like, you know, if I'm seeing something like, oh, my family got me rooting for him years ago. Like that's just why I tell people. But it's like, you know, they did get me rooting for them. But it's a, I'm the only I'm, I don't know. We have no other Browns fans in the family. And it's just me, just me against the world. What I love about that is like now the next question I have, like, is your cousin now selling like diet pills like out of their garage? Like, is that one of those things? Because like snake oil salesman for the win, who's like, oh, no, Mark, pick the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. No, he is. He's we still laugh about it. We still laugh about every I don't see him very often with him moving, but we still laugh about it every time he still brings it up. And he's a big he's a big fan of Maggie's work follows her on everything and listens to her and so Love we it. always have a chuckle every time we see uh and like i said i i think it was for the best because yeah i just en i enjoy watching the browns i know maybe because it's never because i maybe it's because i've never had that continued success that a lot of packer fans of my mm. age grew up with but i mean I it's it. just it's it's just fun and it's just like you just grab a couple drinks and you <laughs> don't know what's gonna show up and it's just, it's just a thrill, man. I don't know if I, like, I see my wife, you know, for how many years go, man, it's Super Bowl or bust. And that seems way more stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I just show up three with like, you know, six pack for the game and go, let's ride. <laughs> ride like the wind, baby. Let's see where it takes us. <laughs> I mean, like, you're basically like the bar is so low that like, if you could get a win, you're just like today was a good day like this has been a great and, season this been and that's what it is that's what it is honestly my biggest fear my biggest fear is to be one of those like media not the middle of the road teams where yeah. you're constantly stuck in a cycle of like oh i expect to win but then you never make it 
Mm. And then you draft like middle of first round. You just get a player that statistically makes a lot of sense, but isn't going to change your team all that much. And you're yeah. in that cycle forever. That's my biggest fear. It's <laughs> like, I, I love like shooting for the moon. I love just hoping to like show up and win a game every once in a while. I don't want that middle in between. I need, I need that. I need those variables. I need that excitement in my life. It keeps you grounded, you know, because exactly. it's just like, hey, if my blood pressure isn't skyrocketing like during a game, then what are we doing here? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, even look at last Brown, last Browns game. You know, it was so much fun. Just like, I don't know. Like, who's this QB looking him up on Wikipedia? It's like, oh, apparently he broke some high school records. It's like, OK, cool. Like, let's buy a Mullins jersey and go. It's, <laughs> it's so much fun. I love that. What I it's like for. Nick Mullins seems like a cool guy to me. Drink every single time he throws an interception. <laughs> I, I literally I li- looked him up on Wikipedia on the first li- like first one of the first lines just uh uh you know broke Brett Favre's high school record. I'm like okay, so he's a better Brett Favre. We're golden <laughs> and just ran into that game with so much hype. I love that so much. I uh, that yeah top that that was probably one of the best origin stories I've ever heard in my life. Um. It it so, so you kind of been with them since it's been since like your childhood. You've been with them for a while, so you have seen the lows. Well, like, and it's it's really funny because to me, and you know, you, you look at all the great history that team has, and it and, yeah. you know, being you know, a lot of Packer fans feel the same way. The history is so much of the team. Yeah, to me, because I was so young, not from the era, I never had family. Like yeah. the Browns didn't exist before '99 to me. So, I mean, this is it. Like, you know, I love, you know, I love the history of the franchise, but like for me, I've always been a fan during that era, you know? So it's just like that to me is all I've known. I've been there for the long haul. (laughs) So, so you experienced like the winless season, you experienced, you know, the one win and everyone gets free Bud Light. Like you, you can you like tell me that two year period where you are literally not winning a game, except you finally win one. Is that one of those things like the 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 bar is so low that like mm. there is a, an amount of hype that's like, oh, my God, if we win a game, I'm going wild. If we win and That's one exactly game. what happened. And there's so many stories like that. It's so much fun. Uh, I had a a Bud Light locked up in my fridge at my old apartment with Maggie. I came home to a padlock on a one of those tall boy Bud Lights we got at the gas station for 99 cents. And she was like, here, you can join in on the fun. And you just like, that's all you're hoping for. It's just that one win. And you're, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. I don't know. I'm the kind of person that just, I like, I watch sports to have fun. And so when the bar is that low and all I need to do is root for that one win, you never know when it's coming. You never, you know, it's not even just like, if you're going to win that one game, you know, it's just going to be a fluke. So it's not like, okay, we got to wait till we hit the bad opponents versus the good. Yeah. Every game is just a thrill. Like I said, every game is Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, like the thing is too, is because you you had a series like the draft picks didn't work out. You're going after QBs. You're bringing like old man Whedon in, right? And he's he's chewing on a piece of hay, and he's like, "Listen, I might be 48 years old, but I'm still gonna sling it." And as of late, though, you know, there's been a bit of a turnaround all of a sudden in which success is abound. Last year, going to the playoffs. The Steelers, they were like, oh, yeah, they'll be fine. We'll let them in. That's fine. So you're watching that wild card game. And from the second it starts, pandemonium? 
<laughs> oh, that was it was that was fun. And I think it was just that was kind of where the tables turned. It was like, okay, now we've been the punching bag for how yep. long? Like that was that was a fun game to watch. And it was it was kind of and that was where that was when I, I remember that game finished. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna have expectations and this is gonna <laughs> hurt. This is gonna really hurt, and that's exact. I remember that. I was like, I, I, I think I, I think I, um, I was talking to, I texting someone, talking to someone, and I was talk, and I, I was talking shit, and I was like, oh no, like this is where it starts. <laughs> I, I was worried. I was like, nope, like you, you, I'm becoming who I hate. <laughs> God, is this hope? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're like I've lived as the Grinch for so long. It's <laughs> exactly it. going too big. Uh, just showing up for fun. It's like, oh no, what am I gonna do? Like, if we really should win this game, but it feels wrong. It feels dirty. Yeah, expectations are. I mean, because that has to feel like going against the Chiefs, and you're like, oh god, like are are we gonna win? Like, is this yeah. what's gonna happen? And then like the backup QB comes in and beats you, and you're like. Okay, now that's a little bit better. <laughs> back in my okay, we're we're back in my hole. I feel comfortable in my little. I feel comfortable. Poke my head out to see if there is a longer winter and early spring, and now I'm back in. That's it. Mm. <laughs> so, for you, like, all right, so you have like kind of this big surge because I will be honest, I was streaming that Brown Steelers game. I have I, there's been very few moments where I've cheered that hard for another team because it was it was like that. It's like the Browns. You know, they, they haven't been there, and the Steelers have been, like, the big bad wolf in that division. And then it's finally like, hey, we're not just going to beat you. We are going to kick your ass and embarrass you on national TV. Like, it was just an awesome moment for me, and I'm not even a Browns fan. Yeah, it was just – It was. I think it was – th- and that's why I like the NFL as a whole. Um, I'm not a big sports fan in general. Sure. Um, but I love the NFL. Then that's one of the things I love is, is, you know, all those – how fast a team can turn around and how fast, you know, a team can look like a winner than a loser. You yeah. never know what's going to happen every season. Everyone thinks they have it – you know, they have it nailed down. And then you just always get this random black horse in the race that you never – expect and that's why i like the nfl in general so it's it makes it makes cheering for the browns fun because of that i think and i think a lot of people it's so funny because you know they're kind of that team that you can't hate much unless you're from the unless you're from like you know you're playing in the afc north like you don't really hate the browns you always want the browns to succeed as long as they're not as long as they're not you know playing your team so that's always fun you know getting texts from everyone being like oh wow like you got you got close man you you almost had that those are always really fun <laughs> almost. it's like what is that old like is that a geico commercial where the guy like the old guy with the, the dollar on the fishing pole he's like oh almost got it <laughs> you almost, you almost got it, got it. <laughs> yeah because it's like it's okay he's just a browns fan it's fine so like you have this success and then heading into this season are there expectations now for this season? Cause you're like, all right, we got Nick Chubb. We got Kareem hunt, you know, Baker Mayfield. like the defense is starting to look good. Miles Garrett's a monster. Like, is there like this expectation of like, Hey, like we, we might be able to do something here. I know. Yeah. And I think that was, it, it's kind of funny. Like, cause I, you know, cash again, I casually follow some people on like Twitter and things like that. And it's really interesting because, for how many years, like I always follow, like we need the consistency. We need the yeah. consistency. Someone, you know, how many times? Do, oh no, Hugh Jackson just needs one more year. Like how long I heard that. And now that you have so many, like I would, I would say Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback. You know, yeah. you got 
Cream Hunt, Chubb, and we have Miles Garrett, and you all, you now hear the mumblings of the problems the coaching staff, and it's just like, oh no, like let's not go back to that. Let's Here we play. go again. That's <laughs> exactly it. I was like, oh no, like don't someone, you know, don't tell Jimmy Haslam, like you know, as soon as someone says they don't like the coach staff, he's gonna be out of here. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's those expectations, and again, like I said, I'm kind of worried about them. Um, because this isn't the Browns team I'm used to. So yeah. it's like, I'm just like, I'm just here to have fun. <laughs> it's just like I'm here to have a good time. Exactly. Well, what's interesting too, and I think this perfectly like encapsulates like what it means to be a Browns fan is like this past Monday, first of all, you got moved out of Saturday because literally like your entire team got COVID. Yep. Then on Monday, the because of how the AFC North shook up on Sunday, you either could have been in first place in the division yep. or last place in the division. Oh and there's God. no in between. But the best part is you can still win the division. Yes, like, we still can after that loss still. <laughs> so my question to you is like, what the hell is the AFC North? Like, what is it, Mark? I have no idea. I love I and I I'm the kind of guy that goes to like all the statistic websites and I love watching, you know, if this game happens, like how do the odds switch and things like that? Yeah. And it, it's so much fun. Like I remember just like refreshing my and I love like doing that, like just checking the page every Sunday. But like, okay, someone beat someone and now my odds like tripled into making the playoffs and because yeah. of one win, everyone is eight and seven. <laughs> like we know I know what's going on. I love that. That's always super fun. And I, I, it, it's really interesting to see that now because when I was younger, the NFC was always that, uh, always had like teams you never knew what was going to happen. Yep. Whereas the AFC every year was Colts, Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady. <laughs> like they're just leading the division, and yep. you know everyone else is just kind of showing up to a wild card game. And the AF and the you know, now to see that switch where it's like there's a lot more consistency, I feel, in the um, NFC versus the AFC. It's kind of weird to be that, okay, like every game matters now because we all have the same record somehow. Yeah. I mean, the AFC in as a whole, like just as a conference, is insane. Like you look and see like who's in contention. You're like, okay, there's like an eighth and a ninth seed in the NFC. Like maybe they could get it. And then you look on over here and like the Broncos could make the playoffs because there's like 12 teams out of like the 16 that could actually make it. So <laughs> like your division in particular, like nobody can clinch this week. No, like nobody. So, which, which is insane. And then you just go for and like the Bengals all of a sudden, like they started off red hot and they were doing really well. Then they kind of cooled down a little bit. The Browns, you guys have just kind of had like that up and down season where yeah. it's like, Oh my God, they're so never mind, Right. <laughs> the Steelers, they show up for the fourth quarter every now and then, right? When Ben Roethlisberger is not a literal tree. And the Ravens, you know, they were injured from the moment they stepped on the football field. So it, it's just crazy to, to look at your division. And it's week 16. We have three games left. And it's kind of like, I don't know who's going to win. <laughs> that, that's the fun part of football, though, right? You never yeah. know. It's any given Sunday. I love that. Well, I think it's funny, too, because you talked about kind of the differences, like watching Maggie watch the Packers and being like, oh, look, you guys want a Super Bowl again. Huh? It's crazy. Right. And then you're just like, we got three wins this season. Got them. <laughs> but like it, you look at even that exists now because like the Packers, they won their division last week. Like they're done. They're mm -hmm. just like, all right, now we're trying to get the one seed. And like, does that create kind of just like that that friendly rivalry even more so and it's just like must be nice in your ivory tower like looking down on all of us when i'm like hey we're just trying to get like two wins in a row here 
I don't know. I like to look at it as, you know, again, may, one day, one day I might be on top, but um, it's just, it, it is fun. It's so, man, it, I, I, I remember she, she was watching the Browns play this and she was like, I don't know how you do this. Like, you, I don't know. She's like, your offense is so, so inconsistent. Like your defense shows up and then you need them to play for another one minute of the game to keep them from kicking a field goal. And for whatever reason, they just don't show up. It's there's penalties everywhere. She's like, I don't know how you do this. And so I don't, I don't think we really have the much rivalry. I think it'd be a lot harder if I was in the division. Um, I don't think we'd be married if I was a Vikings I was fan. Say, I don't know if I'd be talking to you, buddy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we'd be married if I was a Vikings fan, but like, because we only play each other once every four years, it makes it easy. And I'm a, I, again, I'm a, I'm a go with the flow kind of guy. So for me, for me, it's just a Sunday. For her, it's a little more, little more personal, a little more intense. But for me, it's just a Sunday. You're on a float on the lazy river, just saying, "Current, take me." <laughs> exactly, and I think, and I, and I don't know. Like I see so many people who are pessimistic about this team sure. online, and they just get ripped to shreds. And it's so funny because you know you have all these uh browns person or uh you know, browns social media personalities yeah just it's just so fun i mean even one of uh oh gosh can't remember his name i think his name is mcneil on twitter uh he organized the parade the owen 16 parade yes do an, a, around the stadium and it's just part of the culture as weird as that is like the team is except or the fans have accepted that they're not the best team yeah and but you always see like that joking. And I don't see that with a lot of other football teams no. when, you know, when everything goes down, it's just a lot of doom and gloom on social media where the Browns is just a bunch of guys with we're like six beers in just like, all right, like, here we go. <laughs> what are we going to get today? Exactly. Well, it's funny because you did mention about like social media people and what have you. So when I started this podcast back in 2015, I did not know about a member of uh, the Browns beat who apparently I share the same last name with, and that is Tony Grassi. And apparently he is not well liked. Oh yeah. It's Browns fans. You're not a Browns fan until you've been blocked by him on Twitter. So my short story about this is the first time four years ago when I needed a Browns fan, I went on the Browns subreddit and I said, need a Browns fan. And immediately they're like, who's this asshole? Oh, is this Tony Grassi? And I'm like, no, it's, it's Tom Grassi. They're like, you related to him? You like a nephew? You a son? What are you? And I was like, no, I swear to God. Like, so now in my Twitter bio, it literally says not related to Tony Grassi. Because especially when he like made comments about like Baker Mayfield and stuff, then yeah. I was like, oh, I see why people hate him. <laughs> Oh yeah, I can't tell you how many times just like watching you know post game stuff by Baker Mayfield. You literally you can tell when it's his question because he rolls his eyes. I've heard him a couple times say, "Come on, Tony, come on." It's always a blast. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. So for you, because there is kind of this, and it might just be outside media. These thoughts on Baker Mayfield. You obviously have the running game. You know, you have one of the best, if not the best, running tandem in the entire league with Chubb and Hunt. On top of that, you know, the defense, like I said, is getting pretty darn good. You know, you've invested so much into that. I really love Denzel Ward, for example. Mm -hmm. But for you, I'm Baker Mayfield. Like, where are you with him? Like, is he like the guy? Like, is that the million dollar question? Because there's days where it's like, wow, he's amazing. And there's days where he's not. And he's like, ah, well, he also tore his arm off. You know, like, you know, he's obviously like a tough player. Like, where are you on your QB? 
I I like to see him play. I mean, obviously he's not top bill talent. Um, I think if you build around him, you can make him work, especially when you have two amazing running backs. I think he's serviceable and gets the job done. I also think his personality fits Cleveland really well, which is kind of why I love him. Yeah. Uh, he just like, you just open up social media, you see he's post something and you go, oh, you dumbass. <laughs> and then, and then you see all of Cleveland like rally behind him because like, yeah. yeah, that's my guy picking fights and saying dumb stuff. That's so awesome. <laughs> as a QB, I think he works for the city. Um, I, he's hard again. He's hard to say if he's the guy, sure. but I wouldn't be sad if he stuck around. I think the city likes him. The team likes him. The locker room likes him. And, you know, even seeing him and miles Garrett interact when they're practicing and things like that yeah. uh, are, is really good to see. And I just like to see that as a fan of the, of the sport, you know, just see them get, you know, competitive when it's just practices and offense and defense talking junk to each other. It's always, like I said, I like him. I could see him not sticking around, but I think he's a good fit. And especially if your other option is some sort of journeyman QB that you don't know is going to be there, you know, that yeah. you know is not the answer. Might sure. as well keep him. Enjoy the ride, like I said. <laughs> exactly. I mean, so, you know, it's funny because like a contract extension talk, like it's going to be coming sometime soon, mm -hmm. right? About like, you know, keeping him on. And I think it, it's just super interesting just the approach that you have about like the it's like such a casual fandom which i'll be very honest in my five years and i've interviewed someone every single week of the regular season and in the playoffs it, it it's, a, it's a rarity because you said something in this interview of like sports are fun for me like i like it like yes. I, I watch it to have fun i don't watch it to be miserable and if you've ever like watch the packers go down like seven points in the first quarter and it's one of my live streams you would have thought a nuke just got detonated. Aaron yes. Rodgers punched someone's mother in the face. And it's just like, it's the worst this team has ever been. The defense is garbage. Fire everybody. And it's just kind of like a breath of fresh air that it's like, no, nah, I like, I like watching my team play. I hope we win. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, uh, yeah. I guess that's how sports always were for me. Um, yeah. And Maggie it's healthier. It's just yeah. healthier. Well, uh, probably more beers than I should have consumed because of the Cleveland Browns. I mean, but. I would say, maybe mentally <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good way to put it yeah it's just yeah it's just you know and and i as bad as it sounds i i love a close game i love a nail biter it yeah. hurt to see that loss you know last week on tuesday or i guess this week on tuesday last week monday. whatever on tuesday um or monday but yeah, it's just it's just fun to watch it. Like you know, I like the nail bite. I like I like every minute mattering. And even if it doesn't end up in our favor, you just tell yourself, you know, or you tell yourself always next week. And if you can't tell yourself that way, you tell yourself it's next year. And you just kind of whatever draft pick it is, you just root behind them a hundred percent. You stand by them, and you just get excited. There, uh, this is gonna be an out there thing, but you made me see it. It's like, well, maybe next week. Well, maybe next week. Did you ever watch Mad Men when it was on? No, I didn't. Okay. I have such a bad attention span. I can't watch a TV okay. show for like it, more It's than pretty minutes. slow. So, but there, there's a quote from that in which the mom's like talking to her daughter, who's one of the main characters, and she's like talking about like love trouble and all this stuff. You know, the daughter's complaining about this guy or whatever, and she's like, "Here's what you do: you go out and you get a cat, and after a few years, you get another cat, and after that one passes." You get another cat. 
and then you're done. <laughs> like, like it reminded me if it's like, hey, next week, oh, the season's over. Next season, let's get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to be chilling my cats, and that's it, baby. That's we're just going to keep going and keep going and keep going. And yeah, this team's going to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to die, but, you know. Well, I'm I mean, okay. like, it, it has to be, like, when it does happen. Because, oh like, God. right, if we're just going probability, there's going to be a time where, like, the Browns are looking real good. Maybe mm-hmm. not today, maybe not tomorrow. But, like, there's going to be a time. And, like, that you feel, like that euphoria that you're going to feel is going to be like, wow, I've been holding this for so long. Now, look at us go. It might be next year when Jordan Love starts and then <laughs> Maggie's like throwing things at the TV and you're like, hey, we're sitting at six and seven looking pretty pretty right now. <laughs> that, might, that might be it. I know. It's so funny because when we were, um, when we went to Cleveland to see uh the Packers play the Browns in yeah. Cleveland. Uh, we were talking to some of the hotel staff and he, he was talking about when the Cavs won and how, what happened to that city and how crazy oh, yeah. it was. He's like, if the Browns win, this city is just burning down. That was like, done. They're like, oh, they're like, like, they're like, it's just going to be worse. Philadelphia. Like when the Eagles won, it's just, he's like, everyone's going to be in the street cars turning over. He's like this team, this city just loves football. There's yeah. a, they're a city that's very prideful of their, you know, get down and dirty kind of uh, lifestyle. So he's like, they just love the sport. And yeah, they win a Super Bowl, just all of Cleveland up in flames. And it'll I be gotta great. Be- I that's honestly that's kind of what I thought was going to happen in Milwaukee when the Bucks won the NBA championship because mm-hmm. I was there and I was like, all right, I'm ready. I heard a couple gunshots <laughs> and that was it. I was like, really? Like there was no one climbing any light posts. Like there, you know, like I was, I was like, there's no fires. Not that I was hoping for it, but I was like, oh, okay, like you know, we're just, we're just drunk yeah, and every bar is a twenty dollar cover. Okay, that's not really what I expected, but you know, it's whatever. But yeah, no, I can see Cleveland imploding on itself in a good oh, way. Yeah. Absolutely. Not property damage and it won't be great if you don't have insurance, but in a good way, in a happy way. <laughs> I'm not saying a car will be tipped over. I'm there's a chance a car will be tipped yeah, over. It, it's gonna be doing it. Mark's gonna fly to Cleveland and flip it over himself. It, it might just be the thing. He's like, ah, screw you. <laughs> just one guy pulling on the bumper. It's like That's I'm it. doing this for you, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> so this Saturday, Christmas Day, yeah. Browns Packers, you are going to the game with Maggie. And yes. I know like before this, it was like, oh, you know, do we go It's Christmas and all this stuff. So for you, like, what does it mean just to be there and experience what is going to be a once in a lifetime thing? I'm just so excited. It's one of those things that I, you know, obviously means a lot to me and Maggie. So sure. the fact that we don't play a lot, like we, you know, just being from different divisions, it's just so special. Like, it's cheesy, but it's so special to just be able to experience that with someone else uh, at a place that's, you know, and we went to Cleveland to watch, like I said before, to watch them, but especially at some place like Lambeau where uh, I got married. <laughs> so it's just like, don't you yeah, worry. Yeah. So it's just, it, it's just a lot of, you know, I always, you know, every time we go there, Maggie knows, I feel like half that city, but it's like, good to see people that I know and just, you know, get to talk football and we both get the cheer. We both get the root and, I think it's a lot easier because both of us know 
if we, I don't know, maybe, maybe not Maggie, but if the Browns lose, I'm ready. Like, I'm okay with it. I don't know about Maggie. Maggie's but, not going to be okay. Like maybe, she, she's maybe, not going to be like, oh, we'll get him next week. Nay, nay. I, I guess that's true. But it's just, <laughs> it's just fun to be able to experience that because it always feels like we both like football, but it definitely yeah. feels like two separate teams. But just to, you know, have that in a place like Lambeau, that's so special to me in general. It's just, I'm really excited for it. And, you know, can't go wrong with tailgating. No, definitely not. And to before we get into like the actual game itself, you brought it up. Perfect transition. You guys got married at Lambeau Field. We did. That was, was that ever a negotiable, or was that just like this is where it's happening? <laughs> so we, this is how the wedding discussion went. I took a post-it note. I wrote a number on it. I slid it over to her, and I said, "Anything more than this." Like the mafia is going to come after me. Like if you can keep it under this number, mm-hmm. anything. And she said, okay. And we got married at Lambeau. We got, we got a discount for having them cater us. And then they asked us which food we would like for the wedding. And they were like, do you want like the filet mignon? You know, we yeah. do the prime rib or the salmon. We do a veggie option. And we like scroll to the bottom of the list and we go, what's this? What's this? tailgate package you have like oh well that's for like school functions where we serve bratwurst and pulled pork yeah we'll do that for the wedding and so we say <laughs> so that's how we made the budget we fed people bratwurst and pulled pork at our wedding but it and we fed them donuts for dessert instead of a fancy cake but that's oh amazing. my gosh it was so much fun we had so many cool pictures we got married under the scoreboard like yep. outside so we have all of our pictures you know looking over lambo fields it was just a blast. It was so much fun. And it felt like Lambo just because of those things like donuts and bratwurst yeah. for food. And just uh, Maggie's first dance was the bear still suck. <laughs> so it was it was just a hoot all around. That's phenomenal. That's, oh, yeah. That's She's good phenomenal. at polka. She's a good polka dancer. That That's absolutely phenomenal. So, and so you're heading back on Saturday. Um, a game that... It's not necessarily a must win, but like it would be helpful if they did, you know, in, in yeah, the craziness yeah. that is your division. <laughs> kind of what are you looking at coming off a short week? Cause the NFL is like, Hey, you're now you're still playing, you know, moving you to Monday. It's a short week. You know, how, how do you see the game playing out? I know you're not a big expectations guy, mm-hmm. you know, but, but how do you, how do you see that one going? I mean, I guess I'll have more information when I know who my quarterback is going to be. Um, <laughs> might be helpful. Might be. Yeah, it might be helpful. You know, um, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm hoping to see, and ugh, I know it sounds bad, but I do want to see Miles Garrett sack Aaron Rodgers just because I love him as a player. He's so much fun to watch. No broken collarbone. I want him to get up and have nothing more than a stain on his shirt. But it would oh, be kind of cool. It would be kind of cool to add him to the. It would. Oh man. Oh if, buddy. If, if he okay, real talk. If he. If if he tackles Aaron Rodgers, sacks him, and he and Aaron Rodgers limps off the field, I just leave that stadium. You just, like, you just walk only, out. And just be like, I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not saying a word. Just beer down on the coast or down on the uh, bench and just walking out. They're like I'm not. Not. Nope. It's not worth ending my life. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but I. Um. God. I know it's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be hard to watch. It's because the Browns. Just their run, especially if we're not even playing, if we're not even playing our starting QB, it's just going to be either a lot of running or a lot of ugly throws. 
So my expectations are my expectations are for it to be a close game. That's what I want more than anything. Yeah. I don't the again, it only happens one every four years. I don't want to go there and see my team score one field goal. <laughs> that would hurt a little bit. So as long as it's a close game, we see, I would love to see, you know, I'm a class. I just, I like all the cliche stuff. I love to see miles Garrett sack. I love to see Nick Chubb make big runs. I just want it to be a close game. I don't want the end of the year narrative. To just be look at this team that was hyped up and that's something to decline into nothing. I want them yeah. to at least end the season. People think, okay, there's still hope. We don't need to blow up everything yet. Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it can be close. I mean, because your guys are a power running team. Who knows if Kenny Clark is going to be back? You know, and that's, a, that's a big loss that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, MVS, you know, he's got the COVIDs now, and we don't know if he's going to be back. But, yeah, no, I mean, this is one of those games I circled immediately, not just because it was on Christmas, but I was like, hey, you know, this this might be a tough one. The AFC North has kind of given it to us this year in terms of close games. We just beat Baltimore by one. You're welcome. Yeah. But uh, thanks. Yeah, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. But yeah, no, I think it's going to be a phenomenal game. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. And I hope you and Maggie have an amazing time there. Most oh, of all. Yeah. And, oh, it's uh, going to be so much. Either way, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. So, buddy, Mark, I appreciate you coming on the show. Rocking and rolling with us. Uh, have a fantastic time on Saturday. And yeah. uh, we'll talk soon, bud. Yeah, sounds good. It's always good catching up with you, Tom. I love talking to you. Maybe I'll see you at the next pregame house party that people randomly have that I get invited to. This yeah. time I'll know who you are. That is stocking. true. This time I'll know who you are when you're stocking the beer fridge. I'm the only guy in Green Bay, apparently, that didn't know your name. Oh, Green Bay was a time. That was a time. <laughs> What's a oh. time? What's a time? <laughs> at least there's always vegan toppers. <laughs> Dude, they came in so clutch. I will always love toppers just for that. <laughs> right? So clutch. So clutch. Uh, but folks, thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go pack, go.